Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, 20 Something and Clueless. So on this podcast, you will be hearing all about the journeys of driven 20 something year olds and a few elders also. I believe that we can all feel a little clueless at any age. So this podcast isn't just for the 20 somethings, it's for everyone. And I'm here chatting, talking to people, hoping to inspire you and motivate you and make you laugh. I am a dancer, I am a singer, I am a budding life coach. I'm in training at the moment to become a certified life coach. I know, how exciting. I am also a YouTuber, influencer, content creator, and an entrepreneur. And I am here to help you. Thank you for tuning in today. You're investing in yourself and feeding that mind. So you should be proud of yourself. Well done for showing up. I hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure you stick around till the end. Enjoy. Every action doesn't require a reaction. If you're a good human, I think you should have empathy for other humans. So silence does speak so much. Be more you and trust, trust in yourself. Oh my gosh, guys. The first time I've cried on the podcast. Is- On today's episode, we have the amazing Ryan Coyote. Not only is he my best friend, but he is a hustling, hardworking 20-something. He is the most selfless, loving person, and he is also so bloody talented. He's toured with the hit show fame all around Europe. He's been in numerous TV commercials and also has his own music out on all digital streaming platforms. He's a singer, dancer, actor, and stands up for what he believes in, which is so important. Today, we are talking about performing arts college, tips for the audition room and castings, the BLM movement, tips to packing for a year-long tour, and his beautiful, beautiful relationship with his boyfriend. Welcome, Ryan Coyote! Oh, hi! (laughs) (laughs) That was so nice. This is gonna be a madness. This is gonna be a madness. No, sorry, guys. Having my best friend on the podcast is actually gonna be a bit yeah. of a madness. So, welcome to our private jokes. Welcome to our conversation because this is gonna be great. <laughs> welcome to everything. Thank you for that intro. That's so nice. I'm gonna go around saying that to everyone. Oh, I miss you so much, man. I miss you. So, honey, should we get into the mother flipping questions? Nervous. Why am I nervous? I have been nervous about this. <laughs> I think it's because I'm such a fan of the podcast. Not just because you're my best friend, but I love mm. listening to it. So I know like how I'm so happy to be on here, but I'm like, oh my God, I've got I've got to say good stuff. No, you know what? It's definitely because you've been listening to it. Like Ryan is like that true supportive friend that listens to every episode. Then he gives me feedback after it. Like that's a supportive (laughs) friend that you need. Do you know what I mean? I actually do. I actually do. I'll listen to it and I'll be like, this was great. But maybe you (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, a supportive friend is what everyone needs. I honestly appreciate you. Right. Let's get into it, honey. Let's get into it. Okay, let's go. So, obviously, me and Ryan met through um, Mad College. We both went to Mad College. I was in my third year. Ryan was in his first year. Crazy. Everyone, when we say that, is like, that's crazy that you're so close and you were in third year, you were in first year. But let's talk about Mad. Let's talk about performing arts. Let's talk about the colleges. So, how was it training at a performing arts college for three years? 
honestly, I had the best time. Like it was Aww. one of the one of the highlights of my life so far. I've still got way more of my life to live, so. But it definitely was. Um, three years goes by so quick. It goes by so fast. So like, I actually don't remember that much of it because it feels like I graduated years ago. Years. Um, years. Uh, but no, I honestly did have the best time. Uh, it's kind of weird how I actually got to MAD because I didn't really know anything about um, performing arts. Mm-hmm. I just used to do it as like a little hobby on the side um, of like going to school, like a little after school club thing. And mm-hmm. one of my friends was like, oh, you should apply to this college. And I didn't know anything about musical theatre. Like it really, when I think about it, it was so stupid. Like really, if you put it on paper, what I did was actually so dumb because I didn't know anything <laughs> about the industry <laughs> that I was going into. <laughs> but my friend was like, I'll pay for your audition. So Aww. I went to the audition and then I got a scholarship to go to MAD. So, well yeah. done, baby boy. And that's the how best, it happened. The best decision you could have the made. The best decision, because I met my two best friends at MAD College. Oh, it was great. It was great. Honestly, I agree with you when you say that those were the best three years. You look back and you think, oh my gosh, like, I took that shit for granted. I definitely took it for granted. Like it goes yeah. by so quick. Like all the all the training. Wow, I definitely took the training for granted. Oh, and me guys, too. Just know your body will never be as good as when you was at college for three years. I I used to complain <laughs> about how my body looks, about how unflexible I was. Sorry, but that was the most flexible I've ever been in my life. <laughs> the most. <laughs> the most toned I've ever been in my life. And now I'm like chubby and lazy. So yeah. Get out. I think that if you're training in college right now, you have training all under one roof. You are lucky. You don't have to travel here, there, everywhere. Pay for this class, pay for that class. I know you're paying for college, but it's like a whole experience. You're not coming out of your pocket to each class. You know what I mean? It's so true. Like. <clears throat> for the three years that I was at college, I feel like I was living in like a bubble, like a little college bubble, which is amazing mm. because all you're focused on, you're all focused on the same goal is to graduate, hopefully get an agent and to train and just learn as much as you can. So for people, that, for people that are at college or going into college now, do not take it for granted. Literally like enjoy every second. And it sounds really, Literally. everyone says that, but it's so true. <clears throat> it goes no, so No, it's so fast. true because it... Yeah, it'll go so fast. It'll. I wish I documented everything. Uh, like I wish I was Same. a YouTuber back in Matt. Same. Mad. Also, for the kids now that are going to college, I'm sorry, but they're just mm-hmm. so like ahead of us. Like when I was ahead. at college, I didn't post anything. Like, I didn't post shit on my Instagram Nothing. about dancing or anything. Now all these kids, I see them. I'm like, wow. I looked. I used to look horrendous <laughs> at yeah, college, <yeah. laughs> and Literally, they all look unreal. They've got TikTok to do at college. Literally. They've got TikToks all to do together, like YouTube, Instagram. Like, imagine That's, if we had yeah. that. If I had that, if I had that, I my my I would in. be I would be at the top of my game. But I, I didn't <laughs> know anything be, about that. <laughs> honestly, it, it it just wasn't a thing back then. Like, if we were in college, just think about all the content that we could have made. Like, oh my sick god, now I content, actually enjoy like, all making together. Content. It could yeah. have been amazing, but like then I was just focused. Maybe, maybe it was a blessing because maybe we're a bit more focused because I didn't really have, didn't have TikTok to distract me. Distractions. I didn't, Instagram, I didn't really care about. 
at true. the time. That's so very maybe, true. Maybe it's a blessing. But I do think I could have I could have got a big ass <laughs> following and some money off being at college. <laughs> I could have made some honestly. keys off that shit. Yeah, it's okay. honestly. <laughs> no, it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. We would we were just we were just the people that didn't go through the TikTok phase at college. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. But, but those we, TikToks would have been fire. They would have been unreal. Um, so obviously Mad, Mad College is in Nottingham. Um, I feel like when I say that I train at Mad, not a lot of people know about Mad. So let's big up the Mad. Let's talk about let's Mad. Let's big up Mad. Yeah. So Mad stands for Midlands Academy of Dance and Drama. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. No one knows about it. No. It's a little college in Nottingham. But mm. I can honestly say that place gave me more than enough training that I needed, I think, mm-hmm. to get into the industry. <clears throat> Some people will say different because I feel like in every college, you take what you yes, take from it. Yes, exactly. I mean? like the, the work you put in is the work is what you get out. Yeah. Um, so I just worked really hard. And yeah, I thought it was an amazing college. Uh, we had a great teacher, Miss Emma. Let's big up Miss Emma. Big up Miss Emma. She was great. Yeah. She basically ran the college to some extent and she helped She helped everyone, didn't she? Yeah, like, like... She definitely helped me. She... Her work ethic, I think the work ethic from Miss Emma was, like, amazing. Like, you just know to work your ass off from Miss Emma. It's so true, because when I hear, like, people... Obviously, I didn't know anything about, like, other colleges. So mm-hmm. I didn't... I only auditioned at MAD. Like, I didn't audition anywhere else. Yeah. But when I hear from people from, like, London colleges, like, the discipline doesn't sound the same. Mm. Like, at MAD, like, you mm. was not allowed to miss a class. Mm-hmm. Like, some colleges, I know they, like, they, like, skip classes and stuff. When mm. I was hearing about it, I was like, wow, wow that's so different. But mm. MAD college definitely taught me great work ethic and de- um, great discipline. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which I'm definitely thankful for. I remember my first audition out of college, while well, I was still in college, it was for Thriller. And I remember. Oh my god! I remember. Remember, remember. One of the one of the girls um, in the changing room. We were just about to get ready to go into the audition room, and she was like, "Oh, so like we were talking before we went in," and she was like, "Oh, so where did you train?" And I was like, "Oh, I trained at Mad," and she was like, "Where?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's in oh it's in Nottingham." Like I knew she was giving me shade, and I said, "Oh, where did you train?" She was like, "Lanes," and I was like, "Okay, nice." <sighs> and then she <laughs> actually got caught first round. Uh, <laughs> bye, boo. <laughs> People judge you so much from where you train, it's and you so know what? True. It's um, it's all it's just what you take from it and how you it smash it in the audition room. Train. Exactly. 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 No, that's happened to me so many times, so yeah. many times. And yeah. it's so annoying. And don't it's let so those people let people you just... down. Don't let those people get oh, no, you down. No, no, no. Don't let them put you down because mm-hmm. it means no difference. Like I've been on Jarvis when working with people that have been to like what would be classed as mm-hmm. a well known renowned college like mm-hmm. Erdang or Lane and we're on the same job, so Yeah. It means absolutely nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Just smash your training years and just do the best that you can do, you know? And get in that audition exactly, room and exactly. flipping smash it. Yes. Yes. I feel like with people that are maybe graduating, I miss I miss that like um when I first graduated, I feel like I had like this bravery. Oh my gosh, think? or like me this like too. Yeah. Yes. Like this no fucks given attitude, which yes. I thought was amazing. Like I and I do feel I will say that I do think you kinda of lose that a little bit. Not not like um the bravery side, but you kind of more 
as you get older, you kind of become more accepting of who you are. So you don't try and like fit yes. into like a certain, a certain box, you know what I mean? But when you first come out of college, you're like, yes, I'll do everything. I will be what you want me to so be. So true. Which I think is like an amazing thing to have. So anyone that's like graduating, say yes to everything, go to everything. Absolutely. Um, and the drive you have coming out of college because you're so used to going into musical theater, then you're going into ballet, then you're going into commercial, then you're going yes. into acting through song, then you're going into performance class. Like, And you just want to get out there. How did we do that? It's, oh my God, sorry. Imagine if we had to do a college day now. Like I used to have ballet at eight Ryan. in the morning. Ryan. Eight a.m. At a ballet bar. I die. You're mad. Yeah, no, no, you're mad. I would <laughs> never, ever do that now. I couldn't. My body would collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Going from ballet to tap, to acting through song, to performance class, no. then to commercial with Mark Webb, then no. harder de are you crazy? No, no. Pardon me, please don't. That's triggering. No, nope. triggering. Me. I don't think I'd be able to walk for a week <laughs> if I did one day I, at, at college. I couldn't. I go. I do one commercial class at base, and I can't <laughs> breathe. I come out like. <gasps> <gasps> we were so fit. Listen to us. We sound so we old. We were so fit. We were so we fit. Are old. Cheers. Cheers, to <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to the fitness that we once had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Sorry, I'm, I'm drinking my green tea matcha latte. What are you drinking? I have my oat milk coffee. Oh, look at you! Mm. Oat milk! Oh, I know. Go on, it's babe. It's the small changes, guys. It's no, honestly, changes. it's the small changes. Ryan is... I just love friends that are, like, open. Like, Ryan was like, you know what? I would just love to see what you eat. And, like, even if he doesn't, like, yes. transition into vegan... Like, he's just so interested, and I love that. You know, like, you're not, like, closed-minded. I, like, I like to learn. No, 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 no. I'm not a closed-minded person Yeah, and now I he's like drinking... about everything. And now he's drinking oat milk. Oat milk. And I've got green matcha as well. Oh, look at you. Just gonna put Okay, But next. I'm, not, I'm not vegan. I'm not vegan yet. No, no, not vegan yet. No, okay. No, no. Next question, my love. So, Ryan was in Fame the Musical, away, touring around Europe. So, how was that experience? Give one piece of advice for a new grad going into their first tour. Okay. So, actually, let me give a bit of background. Okay. First. So, coming out of college, I went, while I was still at college, I just want to talk about like people getting their agents. Yes, yes, please. How do. I, how how I got my agent? I was still at college, and I remember I was in third year, and I just had you know sometimes you have like those classes that you just go into, and for some reason you come out feeling like absolute shit. <laughs> I felt like absolute shit. I came out of the class and I was like, this is I am having a bad day. I was like, get me out of this college. Yeah. And I don't know about other colleges, but at mine, like you weren't allowed to audition until you left um until after you've done your grad show sorry yeah so i was like fuck that so i went on spotlight and i <laughs> was scrolling on spotlight this was without an agent i was scrolling on spotlight and i saw an audition pop-up for dream girls for cc and i was like sorry but my head shot and i could be him i would want i am going to be in dream girls so i literally pressed apply now and i sent my own headshot i didn't think anything of it i was telling everyone in the green room what i had done like 
it was like it was like a fuck you moment to the college i was like fuck this i'm getting out of here look everyone obviously like for attention i was doing it for attention then yeah <laughs> the, the next morning i woke up i had an email off pippa aliens casting office like you have an audition for cc we want to see you please come in i was like oh fuck what have i done <laughs> I, Sorry, why did I not know this? Did you not know this? Are you joking? No. That's no, like, I'm not in joking. Third year, I just random. Oh my god, how did you not know this? Sorry, yeah. So I just randomly did this, and then the next morning I had an email from Pippa in his office like, "We want to see you for the role of Cece. Can you come in the next day?" Um, they sent me stuff to learn. I was like, oh. so obviously I had to go to Miss Emma, and I was like. And by the way, guys, Miss Emerson, very scary. She's a scary woman, but she's yeah. nice, but scary. But anyway, so I had to go up to her and I was like, yeah. Miss Emma, um, I was like, um, I have an audition for um, um, for um, um, Dreamgirls um, um, in London tomorrow. And she was like, how? And I said, I applied in Spotlight. And she was like, <gasps> how did you do this? Luckily, she was so supportive. She paid for my train to get there everything i had a chaperone she gave me a chaperone from college <laughs> to take me to my no audition. you're joking yeah. i went and um sorry this is a long story but the reason why i'm saying it is because how i got my agent so i went to the audition went really well it was a singing round verse and then what followed was i actually ended up having 14 recalls for the part so i went back 14 times also guys what you don't know is after the seventh time or something like that they start to pay for you to go so i was actually earning money from going to these auditions which i thought was amazing anyway so after 14 rounds i didn't even get told and no i just didn't hear back ever but during that time i had emailed agents that i wanted and one of them was neil wright jwl Yay! and jimmy Jewell. shout out to neil shout out to neil shout out to jimmy um and i'd emailed them and they were never they just would not get back to me they just was ignoring me ignoring me ignoring me and i kept ringing the office no one would answer so then i was like so then i was like i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna redo my email so i redid my email and i was like i am in the running for <laughs> cc in dream girls i have had 12 recalls please will you represent me because if i get this like i don't know how to represent myself and I got a call back, of course, straight away. And yeah, that's how I signed with my agent. And my agent signed me without seeing me ever perform. He never saw me do anything. He just like believed that I, w I met up with him and he said that he just felt that I had like this passion and this drive. And yeah, and I'm still with the same agency now. I didn't get Dream Girls, just to point out, but um, yeah, <laughs> it got me my agent, so. Sorry, that is a beautiful story. <laughs> And why did I not know How that? How did you not know that? I'm confused. Well, well you to was be touring. honest, I wasn't in college. No, you was touring, yeah. Bill. You was busy. You was booked and busy and blessed. But babe, that's amazing. Like, that just shows you've got to put yourself out there. Like, if you didn't put yourself out there, none of that would have happened. You've got to make that shit happen for yourself. You know what I mean? Well done. Thank you. Everything happens for a reason. So, yeah, I do think put yourself out there. Sorry, what was the original question that I have not answered yet? Sorry. So it was about fame. So like you were in fame. Give us give us how your experience how your experience was with fame. Okay, so with fame, it's weird because before fame, I got so many no's, guys. So many no's. I literally auditioned. I have an amazing agent, which is good. He gets me in for anything that I wanted. But because of that, I literally auditioned for name a show. I auditioned for it. And I was I was getting far, like I was getting to the finals and stuff, but I was just not getting that yes. 
Um, so then when I got when I got the breakthrough for, for fame, I looked at it and it was like um, high kicks, jazz, and guys, I'm not flexible. Like I can I dance, but I'm not a flexible dancer. And I was thinking, oh, fame. All I was thinking of was the box jumps and the high kicks. And I was like, I don't even want to go to this audition. I remember ringing my friend Alicia. I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. Um, and by this point I was getting a bit of burnout I was like I'm auditioning like four times a week I can't be bothered and Alicia was like just go just go like so I went um did the dance round on the Tuesday and it was it was great went really well came out like oh that was okay then I got a recall for the Friday and they sent me some stuff to learn I went on the Friday did that and by the next Monday I got a call and I found out I had the job it was the quickest audition I've ever done. And it was so weird because when I came out of my second recall, no, before I went into my second recall, I went in with this, like, I was like, you know what? I had auditioned so much and I was like, I just don't care. Like, I, not that I don't care, but I was like, I don't have like any inhibitions. I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna fucking go full out. I'm not looking at any of those faces on the panel because, you know, sometimes they put you off. I'm um, looking, they were yeah. all so nice. But anyway, I went in and I just was like, this is me, this is what I do, blah, blah. And I came out feeling like so liberated. I was like, oh my God, that felt great. And I, did, yes. I didn't care if I didn't get it, but somehow that's what got me the job. So, yeah. You know, you know what? I remember you were this close to giving up. You were so done with getting no's. You were so, you were so deflated. And it was like, that just shows, right? You could have given up there and then. You're like, uh, fuck fame, fuck that audition, high kicks, that's not me. I've had too many no's, fuck that. And you went for it. You were like, there's something great around the corner. And that's where pe most people give up. And they exactly. know that, they don't know that something great is around the corner. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I definitely agree with that. Thank you. Um, I'm so glad you stuck it out. Well done. Well me done. Too. Me too. But yeah, I was just, and it was hard because at the time when I was auditioning, I think it's kind of worse if I would rather be cut first round of an audition because that like anticipation that you're about to get a job and then they tell Horrendous. you that after you've done like seven rounds is a horrible feeling, I can't lie. Um, but I did learn, I learned very quickly that like how to take a no. I learned like you just yes. like move it aside and you've move got, on. You've got to learn. You've Always. got to learn how to take a no. Because you know what's age, funny with yeah. that? Sorry. You yeah. know what's funny with that? When you start to get like, say your 14 rounds of dream girls, like you start to imagine your life in that in that show. You start to imagine like, oh my gosh, I can get this apartment in London. I can be going to work every day, going into Dream Girls. Oh my gosh, and it gets, starts to get you insane. And then you get, then you hear a no, or you don't hear anything, and it's it's so hard to take that. So just be prepared for no's, and don't ever give up if you hear a no, because that's when just keep getting the no's, and something great is around the corner, you know. 100% and it's so weird because you imagine all the money I was imagining the money I was imagining the singing the dancing everything and then they go they don't even tell you no that's the that's yeah. the thing you just don't hear back <laughs> and it's like okay let me move on luckily my agent's yeah. amazing every time I did get no he always used to say the exact same thing and I loved it he always used to just email me and he would be like on to the next yeah which I think is yeah. great just on to the next leave that one behind mm -hmm. move on but anyway this one wasn't a no this one was a yes um, well and then I went into rehearsals in the summer and ugh, guys, it was four weeks to do a whole new production of a show. You had four weeks that included the tech week in the theater. 
this is my first big job and I don't think college can prepare you for so much but I don't think it fully prepares you for the pressure of a job mm-hmm. like I would we would go in and we would learn a, a, a whole like four routines next day you have to know the routines so yeah I was stressed mate I was so stressed I would go home and um, well back to Sam's room in London where I was staying Aww. I would go there and I would be like oh my god crying stressing it was hard I'm not gonna lie it was hard but it was worth it um uh but yeah so it was uh, the rehearsal process for me was very difficult but it was great it was great it was great i learned i learned so much in those four weeks like oh I my just, gosh i never obviously you, you don't know how to be in like a rehearsal room you get taught but once you're in there like yeah. it's so different and with fame so I, different i had my i was in the ensemble but i had to cover two of the leads and like mm-hmm. we did up we did all our own um set moves set moves yes, so we had to make yes. the set so i had to cover their set moves as well like it was a lot it was a lot to learn um but yeah and then we opened it was amazing i, I was in the show for a year and a half i think a year amazing. i think it was like nearly they... two years year and eight months yeah and when you look back at those years you think like they were the best you were touring you were getting paid to i had dance the best and sing yeah. I had the best time, the best. Those have been, well, so far, I think the best two years of my life. I had yeah. such a good time. We had, we were such a great cast. Like, we really molded well. I did, towards the end, I think now, obviously, it was my first job, so I was just like, yes to everything. I think now mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't do a contract that long again. No. Just because you kind of, you do end up losing, like, that love for the show. I still, I mm-hmm. still love the show, and I'm so glad I was a part of it. But I think after a certain time, it's like phew, you, you view it as like a chore going on stage to do the same show. Yeah. I, think we did, I think we did over 500 shows, but wow. it's so weird because I manifested that job. By the way, I manifested that shit. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about that because yeah, you actually did. Like that. I remember, I remember you doing that. Let's talk about it. I was in college, and I remember saying I was the whole time I was at college I kept saying I want my first job to be a UK tour I said I want to be Mm -hmm. in a musical and I want to be a UK tour and because that way I get to see I get to travel around which keeps it fresh and I was like and also Mm -hmm. with some Europe dates and I said it since my first year in college until the end of college and then my first job was a UK tour which guys I just did not expect to get that like I didn't in any shape or form I never thought I would get a job like that um, but yeah, manifesting, yeah. manifest that shit because it works, it works. Babe, that's that's what's crazy because I remember in first year we were talking and we were talking about like our first job and we were saying, yeah, West End would be amazing but that means you have to pay rent as well. Yeah. And we were like, our first jobs would be great for a tour. We don't have to pay yeah. rent. We can travel the world. We can get our traveling out the way. I literally remember that like it was yesterday. You Same. talking to me and saying, I would love my first job to be a tour and then you freaking got it and so did you, you knew bitch. we killed yes you knew from day one you went in knowing exactly what you wanted and that's where people go mistaken they don't know exactly what they want you need to be Very so true. specific if you're asking the universe for things you really need to be specific and say this is what i want i'm gonna get it and then they're gonna give it to you at the right time because you had to go through those no's to realize how great that tour was going to be that's the thing, like the no's are so important. It's more important than the yes, because the no's build you. You learn so much from all those no's. You're like, okay, so I need to improve on this. I need to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. 
manifest that shit because it fucking works. Sorry yes, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Sorry, um, mom. Mom, you know what my mom says? She was like, you don't <gasps> like it when you swear. <laughs> oh, sorry, mommy Karen. Sorry. Sorry, mommy Karen. <laughs> okay, um, so this one is for all the grads, like the newly grads going into their first tour, like obviously when COVID's over, what would you, what, what advice would you give them? Like... <laughs> and packing if there's any packing advice give it to them because that packing (laughs) is stressful no no guys because when i first when i first got fame and i went i had to go to london for the rehearsals i took four suitcases no you didn't ryan i had four i don't know what i thought i thought to myself i was like wow i'm going on tour for a year at the start it was a year and i was like so i need to take (laughs) everything first of all what you don't realize guys is if you're coming out of grad you're you're about to be rich compared to what you was because let's be honest we're all broke students so just remember that you are going to buy clothes you are going to buy clothes because you're earning money now you're rich now yes so do not yes. pack your whole wardrobe like i did because i ended up having to go kept going back to take things back because i bought so many clothes on tour ridiculous amounts but yeah you did yeah you just do so you don't you don't need you don't need your whole wardrobe um tips on going in Ah, uh, prepare to sweat. Prepare, <laughs> <laughs> prepare to work harder than you did in college. Um, mm-hmm. What? Just I don't know. Prepare, 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 prepare. Go in, go in with ready to go. Know yeah. your shit. Know your shit. That's the main thing. Yeah. Know your shit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just have a good time. Have a good time. I don't really know. I, yeah. I, 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 no one really can give you advice. I don't think people was telling me stuff, but I just learned as I as I did it. So I think exactly. You've got to make those little mistakes to really learn. Exactly, and I did. I did make mistakes even during the job. Mm-hmm. I made so, I made so many mistakes on the job, but you learn from them, and like obviously not really bad ones, but you just you just yeah, learn. Yeah. So yeah, just yeah. be prepa- be prepared to make mistakes and be don't be like angry at yourself. Just move on. Yes, don't be too hard on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I think my worth work ethic um, went going into my first job. Like, obviously, I was like, oh my gosh, like I just want to go full out all the time, like twenty four seven. But think about it: if you're going into a year and a half contract or a two year contract, even you need to pace yourself, or you're going to kill yourself off. Pace yourself. You know? guys. I had so many injuries on Fame because mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I did not pace myself because I was like, oh, "Wow, I've mm-hmm. got a job. I need to prove myself every freaking night." And like you do, yeah. but there needs to be balance. You can't. There's I'm balance. Sorry, it, I don't care what anyone says. It is impossible to go at 150 percent every or the whole show. Single. If you, yeah, you yeah. can't do it. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. You need to pace yourself. Um, yeah and you you just because if you don't pace yourself yes you are going to get the uh, the injuries and then guess what then you're off for a week you're off for two weeks and then you're like oh shit i didn't know the balance you know so just just yeah don't be too hard on yourself um yeah for sure look after your bodies and also guys oh my gosh yeah if you're just graduating and you're not sure what you want to do that's fine too because like um a bit of honesty now recently um Mm -hmm. obviously we had the whole covid thing and after I came off Fame, uh, Fame was amazing because I got to tick off everything. I ticked off West End, I ticked off tour, I ticked off TV. We did TV with Fame. I ticked off like a, a live recording. So I was I was really happy and I'm so thankful for that job. But after I came off, I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like when you're at college, you get kind of steered towards musical theater. Mm-hmm. And I kind of found during um, 
2020 when we came into quarantine i started like exploring different things um and i did like a few like short films and like tv stuff and i really started to be like oh my god like i love this a lot more than mm-hmm. i did being on stage um mm. which is fine like i think sometimes it's all right to change what you want to do um but me Absolutely. obviously i'm a dramatic person i remember not that long ago my agent sent me for an audition for a musical and I just had this feeling, I was like, I don't think I want to be in a musical right now. Like, it's not what I want to do. But I, I got I got on the train. <laughs> I got on the train to go to the audition in London. I got on the train. I was sat on the train. And I was kind of sat there and I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't, even if I got the job, like, I don't want to be in a musical. It was another tour. I don't want to go on tour again for a little bit. And I was like, why am I doing this? So I was halfway there and I decided to get off the train <laughs> I got <laughs> off the train I was like fuck as the door shut and the train went away I was like fuck what have I done what have I done what have I done what have I done I freaked out freaked out and I was like oh my god what have I done what have I done I rang my agent and I just explained like I'm so sorry like I, just, uh, I was like I'm so sorry I just didn't want to do it like I just don't want to do MT right now like I just want to take a little break from MT and he was like Ryan what is wrong with you like it's absolutely fine like you can do that like it's cool and obviously me, I've never, I never say no to things. So I was like freaking out. And then I said to him, like, I want to focus on TV. And he was so supportive. And since then, guys, I've been doing so many TV jobs. And like, I just feel like it was the right decision to do. So yes, yes. don't, don't be pushed into a certain direction. If you think that like, it might not be fully for you, mm-hmm. or it's not what you want to do right now, be open to change. Absolutely. I love that. And being truthful to your agent and not being scared. Because I think I went through that a lot, like being scared to tell the truth. Like I don't really want to go to that audition and I was scared what they were going to say. But that's you. you. Yeah, yeah, literally. I don't want to tell him. We honestly did, but it's so it's so fine because they work for you. You need to remember that, and exactly. whatever you feel, like listen to your body, listen to what you want to be doing. Like you knew that you didn't want to go on tour again, so why the hell are you going to a tour audition? Do you know what I mean? You yeah. knew you don't want to be living out of a suitcase again. You've done it. You've no. ticked off the list for now. That's cool. But like exactly tick done. I had a, the best time, but I just want to be like in one place. After a while, it was like a week moving around, so every week would be in a new city. That yeah. gets tiring. I can't lie. That oh just gets my gosh, honestly. And another tip that I would give you, like I was the one for to have like two suitcases, but then when you realize that you are taking those two suitcases to every dance that you have, every hotel that you have, and you're carrying those two suitcases by yourself. So try yeah. your best to fit everything into one suitcase because the lighter you pack, the happier you will be. The lighter you pack. And it's so true. You don't wear those outfits, guys. You do not you wear don't. them. You don't wear them. You will go to if you go for a drink after the show. You're going in what you in your joggers and your rehearsal. You warm outfit. up gear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you don't need all this. You outfits. will. You will honestly rotate the same three outfits. <laughs> I packed so many outfits that I did not wear. Same. There was so much in my. And I, but then I wouldn't unpack it. I wouldn't get rid of it, and I don't know why. Same. Yeah, it's it so there. weird, so weird. Like, like you would think that you would get better at packing, but I honestly <laughs> haven't got better at packing. I, I think I've got worse. And when we had the Europe dates, I would always be the one, that I would be at the airport and have to pay like 70 quid because over. my suitcase yeah. over. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. it's a lot of toiletries as well. I struggled <sighs> with toiletries. Same, same. I think I think it's because we're Nubians. 
Yes, really, yeah. it really is. We need it really like, is. a lot of moisture. The hair, <laughs> the, the hair. hair stuff, the moisture. Uh, the hair products. Okay, honey, let's get on to the next question. We have lots to talk about. I love oh this. This is so this is gorgeous. Like a, cha- a catch up. I love it. Honestly, I love it. So, you are a sexy gay man, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about it. Um, how is your experience as a gay, sexy man in 2021? Um, and if you don't mind just talking a little bit about like your coming out experience. Okay, so my coming out experience, um, it's a bit different to a lot of people, I guess. Or maybe, I don't know, I feel, no, there's a lot of people that have been in my boat. Um, I came out when I was 17. And I, I come from quite a, my family's, religious and my dad's like uh obviously i'm i've got nigerian heritage so my dad's like very culture based um he has very culture-based views sorry so i had Mm -hmm. to uh i was kind of brought up thinking that being gay was wrong um and that's how that's how i thought actually for like a long time even after i came out i still thought that um but my parents always told me like, be honest with us, no matter what you do, be honest with us. So I was honest with them. And the day that I actually decided to come out was the last night I ever spent at home. Um, yeah, I ended up having to be taken away from my house because it all got like messy, got a bit violent. Um, yeah, so that my coming out experience was quite dramatic and quite, um, what's the word? Traumatic, traumatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since then, since then, I can honestly say it's the best decision I ever made, I ever, ever made because, and I, I hate using the term coming out because I don't think people should have to come out. I feel like- I know, should, I know. It's so annoying because I feel like why we're in 2021 now. Because, because we, like straight people don't have to come out as straight. Like exactly, why, why exactly. do you have to come out as gay? Exactly. I just don't think it should be a thing. I understand that it is the reality and it is still a thing, but- I know, um, I know. But yeah, I am so, I'm now I can honestly say that I'm proud of myself that I did that then. At the time, I was like, what have I done? Because I literally, in literally the space of a day, I lost everything that I knew. Like I lost all my friends, I lost all my family. Like I have two little sisters, like that relationship is complete. All those relationships have changed with my parents and whatever. Uh, and I literally never spent another night back in my house. So that was, that was hard, that was hard. At 17, I had to like, I was. I had my own flat. All of a sudden, I had to pay bills. All of a sudden, I literally had no clue what was going wow. on. And I was training at college. Um, but I do think that it's the best thing to do because once you come out, or once you, you know, are just honest with yourself, it yes. just cha- it changes everything. Like I, I honestly don't think that I would be performing or doing the jobs that I've done if I wasn't myself. Like and the friends that I have is because I am who I am. Like, I would like to say that I'm quite, a, I have a good personality, I'm quite bubbly, blah, blah, yes. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to be like that if I wasn't being true to myself, if I was, if I was living a lie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, to any gay people out there, people that have, haven't come out yet, mm-hmm. uh, I say, please, if you can, come out. And nine times out of 10, it's not gonna be as bad as my experience was. Um, but mm-hmm. even if it was, I can honestly say like I'm happy. Like I'm so happy. I'm glad I went through it. I obviously there's there's things that do upset me that I miss, like my little sisters. I don't really speak to them that much, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But 
guys, it's the best thing. Um, and okay, so being a gay man in twenty twenty one. 2021 is is a good year for being a gay man i can't lie i actually can't lie. there's still there's still a lot wrong there's still a lot wrong with like the world and of there's still a lot of homophobia as there is racism but yeah that's another stuff yeah. um, anyway, but mm-hmm. i am i'm having a great time i'm living with my man oh yeah baby yes you Aww. are he's taken and he's in love I'm bitches taken. i'm in love <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been living with my man for like. Don't you think that's so weird? I'm living with my man. Sorry, Babe, would you ever you're thought living, I'd be living with... with my man? No, you're living with your man. No, it's weird, isn't it? Sorry, I'm getting all teary eyed. Honestly, <gasps> I just feel so no. proud of you. Oh, no, don't, because you'll make me cry. Don't do that. What are you doing? Stop it. You're like, no, sorry. Honestly, why am oh, I crying? Oh my gosh. Don't, because you are like <laughs> one of the strongest people that oh my gosh this is real guys this This is is so real i'm getting teary now fuck's sake (laughs) no listen you sorry i know we i know you didn't want to touch on this too much but just to go back a bit just you going through that at 17 by yourself and not even oh my gosh not even having your family to go back to oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) sorry you were going through so much and you were at college and you were still doing your thing and you were living your best life. Like you could have let that affect you, but you made shit happen and you were going through that at 17. And I remember that like it was yesterday. Like I remember it was all kicking off at college and you yeah. you made that happen, Ryan, and you are living your best life. You're living with your man. You you went into fame. You are you are on TV. You are making shit happen. It's so amazing, and you've got to remember how amazing you are. You're so strong. Thank I just you. had to say that. Thank you. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Okay. Wow. That that <laughs> took a turn. That really. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! The first time I've cried on the podcast. There's some oh. emotion going oh on. Oh my today. gosh! There it is. Oh, yeah, sorry. But yeah, just had to say that. Sorry, carry on. No, carry thank on. you. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that, honestly. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Yeah. So I'm, I'm living with my man. It's crazy. <laughs> 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 right, okay. So I'm living with my man. Yeah. That, w- that was an adjustment, guys. That was an adjustment, let me tell you. Because before that, I was obviously, I was on, I was on tour for nearly two years. I was in a different yeah. city every week. So just yeah, I was not. I was I was dating, but I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I was on a rotation. <laughs> we call it. I was on a rotation. Sorry, sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> sorry, Josh. Um, and then I met Josh like towards the end of my tour, and yeah, I've been with him like a year and a half now. Wow, um, congrats! Which is crazy for me. It's crazy. I'm not normally. I'm not normally the long term person. I get scared. Babe. Of it and, yeah, this is mad. I remember you saying you're scared of commitment. I was like, you know what though? Seeing you two together, wowzers, wowzers, yeah, lovely, it's lovely. Mind. And I've I yeah. lived with him. Although I'm I'm such a Leo because I remember the first time when he was like, we suggested it living together, and then I said I mess I rang him and I was like, okay, I just have one problem. He's like, what? And I said I've just realised I am not going to have my own bed again. I was like. Where I was like, where's my bed gonna be, and where's my room gonna be? <laughs> and he said, "What do you mean we'll be sharing a bed? Like it's our bed." And I went, "What do you mean our bed?" I said, "What about my bed?" 
no that is hilarious so you had, had to get two bedrooms yeah so we had to get a place with two bedrooms so i technically i still have my room because it made me feel better yes. because <laughs> i just didn't want to not have my own room how weird is that but now i've, I've such a used to you're it. such a leo you're I'm such, such a leo. leo i'm such a leo yeah it's so bad I love yeah. that. You know what I've realized? I get on so well with Leos. Like they are like my top, my top people that I get on with. Because oh obviously God. you're a Leo. My dad's a Leo. Tia's a Leo. Oh yeah. This um, this you guys are Leo. Are Leo. <gasps> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, we don't want to jinx every... that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that yet. Every time Savannah goes on a date, <laughs> she tells me and Alicia, she's like, guys, I've met my husband. <laughs> Yes, but I haven't said it with this one, so no, this you could be haven't. the one. You actually haven't. She hasn't. So this could actually be the the long term partner. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. We're not we're not yeah. saying the hatred. We say we're the not word. saying we the hatred. So yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement last year, I would really like to talk to you. I saw that you were you were protesting. Beautiful, amazing. You were you were you were standing up for what you believe in, baby boy, and I'm proud of you. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So yeah, Black Lives Matter means actually so much to me. It really does. Um, mm-hmm. I was so hurt, obviously, with the George Floyd thing. And shall I tell you what? I think a lot of um, people that aren't of colour assume mm-hmm. that black people or people of colour, sorry, know know so much about it. And I can honestly mm-hmm. say, as a black person, which is embarrassing mm-hmm. to say now, at the time, I didn't actually, I didn't know that much about it because with the industry that I'm in, I'm actually surrounded by mainly white people. I'm not gonna lie, it's not. It can be diverse at times, but mainly mm-hmm. it's a lot of white. Especially people Especially mad. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't really like feel the impact of it. I start and then I started to feel it way more when I was on tour. I had um, an incident that happened in Berlin uh, where me, a few cast members, went out one night uh, after the show, and. Uh, one of my friends in the cast, Jamal, ended up getting beat up by the bouncers in this club in Berlin. We hadn't even gone inside, guys. We hadn't even had one drink, so it wasn't that kind of fight. Um, def- it was a racial attack, 100%. Uh, it was very clear. That's what it was. He actually ended up losing like one of his, two, um, his teeth at the front. His head was stamped on. It was awful. That was awful, awful time. Um, but yeah, that's when... And then also... Um, being on tour obviously I travelled the whole of the UK pretty much so many cities and what I did find is that when it was like if we'd come out of a show and obviously we'd all be in like uh, warm up gear so like joggers a hoodie what whatnot, and we'd go to maybe like a pub or a bar and they knew that we was in the show and I started realising there would be a pattern where all the white people in the cast would be allowed in and then me and my friend Ike <clears throat> who's also a beautiful black man, we would get to the to the bouncer and he'd be like, no guys, not tonight. And I remember I remember one time I was so angry and I started, I was challenging it like, why? And he could not give me a reason as to why. I said, why are all the people who are white wearing the exact same outfit that I am, but we're not allowed in? And he was like, guys, no, 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 you look rough. You look like thugs is what I got. And at the time, I was always told by people like, don't worry, we'll just go somewhere else. Don't worry, we'll just go somewhere else. Like, it's fine, life is fine. Let's not start something. And I just realized, I was like, no, 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 no. And then obviously when I seen the whole George Floyd thing, I was so angry. I was so angry. So 
but I, I had to educate myself. I educated myself on my own history and I learned so much. Um, all you COVID police out there, please tell me, you can't tell me that you've kept the rules the whole time because you haven't. Um, and I'm sorry, but that situation was way more important than any mm-hmm. type of social distancing or whatever. It was so much more important. And mm-hmm. I was very proud to be there. That's the, my proudest moment of 2020 is being part of that march. Um, mm-hmm yeah and standing up for what's right uh, and it was great because the movement was so good because it's still good because it's still carrying on but it was so good at that time because i ended up having so many conversations with like my friends who uh, my white friends who like didn't really understand the importance of it and never really thought about it i remember even like I used to, I would laugh at racial jokes, do you know what I mean? Like you kind of, even when I was in fame, like people would make, not, yeah. not racial, but like little racial jokes that aren't. Like aren't, racial slurs. Yeah, racial like, slurs, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I would, and I would laugh along and like to just save face, but really I was like, no, I shouldn't be doing this. And like there was no. incidents where I was told that like my hair was a mess. And I'm sorry, I have an Afro, like I have Afro hair and it's curly. I remember someone in the show um, told me that my hair looked messy on stage and I said what do you mean my hair looks messy like I had done my hair like I put my product in it it was curly like but I have curly hair guys like I don't know what you want me to do and they were like it just looks really messy can you flatten it down wow and that thing wow. at the time at the time I was like uh I can try how sorry and that's why I'm like now I've been so clued up yes. racism is not okay in any way and mm-hmm. if you don't support BLM then kindly we're not friends because I just think it's so important yeah. I really do I really do but yeah and can I just say silence does speak words I would like to say loud and clear that silence does speak so much I'm sorry and people that yes. say different say different are wrong are yes. wrong I'm just gonna point that yes. out sorry mm-hmm. that's yeah had to thank say that thank you so much for sharing that thank you it's okay um, and that is definitely something you should be proud of. Like, it's amazing. I did I did it in Sheffield as well, and it was just such a powerful movement. And things had to be said. Like, I had to educate myself as well because growing up with my mom, I didn't really have my dad whilst growing up. So I was just growing up in a white village, like around yeah. white people, like with my white mom. Like, I had to educate myself when that all came out because I've just been used to being... Like, and also coming, that happening made me realize all the th- things that were not okay at school that people would say about my my, my curly hair and people would be comparing yeah. it to a bird's nest. They would say, you've got what? bird's nest hair. Yes, and I would just be like. <laughs> yeah, you just laugh it <laughs> off. Yeah, like a, like but it's idiot. not okay. No, yeah. it's not. It's not, it needs like, to just, stop. And I looked like very different to everyone at my school. And I just, I was trying so hard to fit in. I was straightening my hair because it was so different. And it's so sad to- It's sad. For that to happen, it's really sad. So yeah, I definitely had to educate myself. And if you need to educate yourself, it's fine. If you don't know about it, it's absolutely fine. Don't feel stupid, don't feel silly. Just do the work, you know? I didn't know about it. I had to educate myself, so it is fine. Mm -hmm. Like just, but, but please put in the work because I just, I don't know. I don't know how you can be a good human if certain people aren't being treated well, a certain race isn't being treated well or anything. Yeah. I just, I, I have a lot of empathy for other humans. So I just want everyone to 
feel good and that I would I, I support everything I support stopping the Asian hate crime all these things yes like, if you're a good human I think you should have empathy for other humans so absolutely yeah. and you know what that time um around that time of the BLM I saw so many racist people on my Facebook from school in my little small ass town saying horrendous shit that they just, they just, they just don't get it. They're very no. small minded. I had to try and educate a lot of people, but they weren't hearing it. They were not I, hearing it. I was genuinely shocked at how many racist people I was, there are in I the was UK. Shooketh. Yeah. Shook. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, we're not one so of them. So sad. Yeah, we're not one of them, but yeah, just think you've got you should have love for every single person, every single race. Everyone is a human being and it's just it's just sickening if you have those silly, stupid little thoughts in your head. Oh, I it makes agree. me so angry. Yeah, it makes me so mad. Angry. Okay, let's talk about your relationship <laughs> because everyone <gasps> on my podcast loves the relationship chats. They actually love. do. Sorry, you guys you guys love relationships. When I, I listen think, to them, that's all they're I about. Think, yeah, I think everyone loves a relationship chat, like love and dating. We love it. So let's talk about you and your man, baby boy. So, um, where? How did you meet? Like, what? Ha- what happened? How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> we met on Instagram. Didn't really know if he was like, if he if he liked boys. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was. I was. I. I was. I was the one that slid into the DMs. I yes, babe. <laughs> I, I slid into the DMs, but like only like a little thing. Like I just, I think I replied to his story, like nice outfit or something, like something really like yeah. whatever. And then he, he replied to my story with like the fire emoji. And I was like, oh, oh. Here so we then go. I replied again. I replied to his other story with the fire emoji. Then he replied with like the love heart eyes. And that's where I started. Nice. And then I, I was on tour at the time. So we was like FaceTiming. And then he came to London for some things. So then he came to see me. And then he was that your first date? M- that was our first date, and then he stayed Mad. at mine. And then yeah, and then he just basically never left. <laughs> no, stop. And that was when was that? That was like September 2020. Um, and yeah, it's been it's actually been really cute. It's been cute. I um, love that. But I remember thinking like I was like oh I know me I'm just not I'm not a commitment person like mm-hmm. I knew I was like when it gets when it starts to get serious that's when I'm like bye and then it started to get serious and I was like oh my god I feel fine I, I like this this is great so yeah when um, you know you know we, when you know you know I think it's mm-hmm. true I actually do and then we moved in together in November just gone amazing and that that was an adjustment that was an adjustment let me just say this that was an adjustment yeah that was an adjustment <laughs> because i i <laughs> i struggle i i really like my own space like i love my mm-hmm. own space i'm even though i'm very like i'm an extrovert but i think i'm an introvert extrovert because yeah i I'm, like to I'm, be ambivert yeah amnivert whatever they call them. is that what it is i don't know the yeah. proper term but I like being around people, but I love my own space and I love being by myself. That's so why we're first, the same. We actually are. We yeah. actually are. Because mm-hmm. we, we, I know that about you. You let me have my own space. I let you have your own space. Yes. It's good. But yeah, so I did, at first I was strug- I struggled with that because I was like, I had no time by myself. And I, he was furloughed at the time because of coronavirus. So 
he was just like always there. I was like, oh my God, why is this man always here? <laughs> I got really used to it. Good. And now I couldn't actually, I couldn't imagine not living with him. Amazing. Which is really weird and wanky to say, but no, yeah, I, I, l- he's, I so, he's so nice that. to me. No, honestly, you two, when I see you two together, it's like, boom, that's it. That's the match. <laughs> it's so lovely. Yeah, it's it really, is. really lovely. Shout out to you, Josh. Um, if someone Shout was, out to Josh. if someone was to say like a good tip for a healthy relationship, what's just one thing that you'd be like? You know what? This has really helped us. I I got it off. I think I can't remember if it was your podcast. Go on. Oh, was it? But anyway, I heard someone say a quote that every action doesn't require a reaction and that is like that is bible it's bible that and that is bible because yes i've learned that if there's little things that they do that pisses you off which there's a few um you don't need to react like guys just let it go do you know what i mean yeah there's no need there's really no need to just make everything a massive deal Mm -hmm. so i've kind of learned that i've just been like ryan shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. and just let it go yeah but he's 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 actually really good. He's really nice to me. Good. So I can't Aww. complain. Stop! I will cry but again. Yeah. No, I think with no, please no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not again. No, I think with the same in that you know, like we used to react over the smallest <sighs> things, <laughs> and then now, yes, you've said that. Not everything is worth your energy, hon. And someone else, no. they're a complete hu- another human being. Of course, they're gonna piss you off in some certain ways, and not everything. Thing, needs exactly. your reaction like a crazy reaction exactly. i think it's because we're extra that's my problem i've always been too extra i need to calm down <laughs> right that's what i tell myself all the time calm down right in too much calm too much. down <laughs> calm the hell down you know yeah yeah oh i'm being, so being extra will get you places guys yeah don't calm down too much <laughs> no i'm so happy for you and josh it's so lovely to see thank you thank um, you Okay, last question before we get into the last two questions that I ask all my guests. So, oh my god, I'm excited. Let's just talk about a quickly um, auditions and castings. So, you've obviously had a okay. lot of auditions, a lot of casting experiences. Just give some people a few tips on what you would say, like to a new grad or someone that's struggling with auditions. Um, I would say say yes to every audition Mm -hmm. when you first come out Mm -hmm. don't be picky you're not at any liberty to be picky Mm -hmm. i don't think when you first come out Mm -hmm. say yes to everything Mm -hmm. um i would say when you go in there what i didn't realize and i think is why i got a lot of no's at the start is i went in there and i left my personality outside the door i kind of went in with like this perfect student mentality which I think didn't do me any favors. I think go in there, take that take that good student mentality, but bring your personality in the room. I now know that when I see, when I go to auditions, I now, I now know that it's actually my personality that will get me the job. Absolutely. It's, it's, being, it's being you that gets you the job. Don't go in being this goody two-shoe student, because honestly, it's so obvious. Like, you walk into audition, you'll see those people that you can tell, like, sometimes who are grads, because they come in with, like, being so perfect. Mm-hmm. But they kind of want, they want to see you. They want to see you. So bring, go into the room with personality. And I know it's said all the time, but guys, pr- 
prepare, 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 be prepared like if you don't if you go in and you think oh i don't really know this then you've yeah. lost the job you need to yeah. go in there's no point going in the room mm-hmm. you need to go in and think actually i know my shit mm-hmm. this is the best that i can do it mm-hmm. and then whatever you give might like probably be like 70 percent because nerves always play a big part uh, so if you go in knowing your stuff you're gonna you're gonna have a better chance of doing a good job yes that right there so, when yeah. when nerves hit you that that performance can go down boy <laughs> so if you are prepared that would be the best thing yes exactly exactly i agree nerves, nerves. i agree with those tips. and you never stop getting nervous by the way i always i am still nervous yep absolutely Every time I get into a casting or audition i'm still nervous mm-hmm. and you know what actually helps what you mentioned earlier is when you do go in with that don't give a fuck mentality when you go in and you and you're like desperate for it and you need it and you want it so bad and and it can get to you so if you go in you know what what is what is meant to be will be and if i get it exactly boom to the boom exactly i always i always say to my friends as a joke when i would go into a dance court i would think that i was beyonce yeah so i stand there and think i'm beyonce and if I was Beyonce, I would not give a fuck what exactly. anyone thinks about me. I would just do the motherfucking dance yep. and see what happens. Boom. So guys, go in thinking you're Beyonce. Yes. And trust me, you're book. You're book. Book, <laughs> book, booked and blessed, honey. Okay, coming up to our last question of the podcast, my love. <gasps> oh my god, this is like famous. <laughs> this is this is famous. Oh my god, I feel famous. I'm getting asked the last two questions oh, on the 20 into this podcast. I feel No, famous. no, sorry. He has listened to every single episode and he knows exactly when this time comes. It's the two questions. <laughs> um, okay, so near the end of the podcast, I ask all my guests, what are your favourite songs and albums at the moment, honey? What's on the Spotify? <sighs> oh, actually, you don't listen to Spotify. You're still on uh, Apple Music. Yeah. Awkward. Well, you keep trying to convert me, but I'm just not convinced. I'm sorry. Babe, you are going to be converted. And I swear down, you will watch. I just, I don't want to make my playlist again. That's my problem. I know, I didn't want to do that, but honestly, it was worth That's it. That's so long. I've have, I have some great playlists. Okay. Go on. So, what I'm listening to at the minute, I'm listening to Odile. Do you know who Odile is? He yeah. has a song called 2448. Oh my gosh, is this a new song for me? No, I think you know it. Do I? 2448. And it. How does it go? Twenty four forty eight. I can't think how it goes. I'm playing. But yeah, it has a song called Twenty Four Forty Eight. <gasps> yeah, this. Oh my god. No, sorry, I haven't. I haven't listened to this. <gasps> You've not listened to it. No. Are you joking? Oh my god, the start is un- even. The start is just beautiful. I'm obsessed. Hey. Okay, that's gonna hey. be on repeat. Okay, I'll add that to yeah. my playlist. So, so that's that's on repeat for me. And he has an EP called Roses. Amazing. Um, and I've I've been listening to a lot of old stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to a lot of Queen Niger at the minute. Nice. Love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medicine. Who else? And guys, I love Mariah Carey. Savannah hates me for it, but I love Mariah Carey. I think she's amazing. So I listen to The Emancipation of Mimi all the time. No, you know what? That is a great album. That is a great album. I'll give you that. It's a great album. I'll give you that. Every song's a banger. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's that's my music right now. Nice, nice. I feel like when we find an album that we flipping love and adore, we'll just play it on repeat. (gasps) That's the problem. Oh, and Giveon. Do you know who Giveon is? Oh my gosh, babe. 
Gavion. So his voice that album, his Oh my god. But I, I do need him. to say something about Gavion. What? What? I watched his song. You, at- you slept with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's your husband. <laughs> I flipping wish. Joking, joking. Not after this. So I watched his song yeah. Association. Oh no. And did you not sound like that? Like didn't didn't give me good vibes, babe. Didn't give me good vibes. Bad. Oh really? Bad energy. First of all, he's a Pisces. Toxic Pisces. Uh, yeah. Second of all, toxic as fuck. You know the song association when they say the word and you think of a song. Yeah. So they're like, say love, and then you think of a song with yeah, love yeah. in it. Tell me why yeah. Giveon is singing all his songs. <gasps> narcissist so all i thought was <laughs> all i was thinking babe was you narcissistic yeah plum, no, plum. No, no. and then you know how no. every celebrity just sings like a line or even just two words yeah he will sing the whole damn song no. <laughs> he loves himself he, he loves himself loves himself and i get it his voice is beautiful he is a gorgeous human being but after watching that i honestly think different to him and i'm gonna send it to you because i need no, you to i'm so sad because I, I know i'm gonna feel the same way i know i know <laughs> honestly i watched his song association then i watched masego's straight after and the energy difference oh, was really out of this world i was like you know what give you on well, you're toxic <laughs> Yeah, toxic. No, get away from me. Okay, maybe not him. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't change it. Yeah, Don't change it. Yeah, maybe cancel that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna send it to you because you do uh, need to watch it. Yeah, please send me it. Send me it. Send me it. Yeah, but he is great. He oh, is Jasmine great. Sullivan. Oh, uh, and show Ryan. The but l- let's just talk about you. Talk about her in every podcast. Babe, every podcast I say Jasmine. Sullivan. <laughs> you tell everyone. I always hear you like guys, but Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan's tiny desk. I say it every time. Every time. <laughs> you say it every podcast, but yeah, she's amazing. No, honestly, she's unbelievable. I actually watched her tiny desk again last night for like the seventieth time. Obsessed. No, you need to start. No, I am you obsessed. I am obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great, great um suggestions there. Thank you. So last but not least is the last mother flipping question, the famous question. So um, one thing you would have said to yourself entering your twenties. Wait, can do you do you mind saying how old you are or is it a secret? No, I don't mind. I'm twenty three. Look, he's Everyone, young. He's still he's still at the beginning of his twenties. I'm listen. I am young. You're okay? young. I still get I get IDs at the cinemas for twelve films. See, okay, you're gonna so be young for I'm life, young. boy. In it, so all these people tell me that. The other day, I told these people that I was twenty three, and they were like, <gasps> "I was like, sorry, why are you gasping?" <laughs> so please stop gasping right now. I am not old. No, Some they gasped. These 16 year olds, no, they gasped. No, stop. Like we're old. No, I'm actually stopping se- telling my age to everyone. So you don't know how old I am. Me too. Yeah. Me too. This is the last time I'll be saying it publicly. Yeah, yeah. So Amazing. remember, 23. <laughs> so um, what would you have told yourself <laughs> three years ago? Well, four. Um, I, mean, I was 19 going into 20. Uh, I would tell myself, be more you. That's what I would say. Aww. I'd say, be more you. I'd say, um, your personality and who you are, and like who you actually are, not who you think people want you to be, who you actually are, is what will get you places mm-hmm. and is what's gonna 
uh, make you have a really good life. So yeah, I would I would definitely say be more you and trust trusting yourself, trusting yourself Amazing. because I feel like since I've since I've done that more, I've been more myself. I've got way more opportunities and things that I'm thankful for mm-hmm. um, that I wouldn't have got if I carried on being like this fake person that I thought was what I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, be more you. I love that. I love that, and I'm so glad that you're able to be you. Like it's such a beautiful thing. Like to, I like I can't even imagine the the stress and the weight that you would have trying to be someone else other than yourself. Imagine that. It's not fun. It's yeah. Not fun. Well, it's you not, don't even need to not, imagine it's it. It's not healthy. You, yeah, you had to go through that. You, it's not sustainable either. You can't. You can't do it. Yeah. That's why you hear all these people that like decide to be some like live their true self mm-hmm. when they're like. 40 something yeah yeah after after a while it gets tiring draining you can't do it yeah it's not sustainable at all so Mm -hmm. yeah i would say and i say to anyone that's becoming into their 20s be more you Mm -hmm. be more you yeah i love that thank you so much my love you are (gasps) thank you you are a gem this has been so amazing oh my god hasn't it i have been so nervous and i haven't (laughs) had the best time babe honestly i am just happy right now like this has been amazing i feel like everyone is going to learn so much from this Oh, honestly so. thank you thank you I so listen yes thank listen you for in me. listen in everyone so everyone make sure you go check ryan out on all social media platforms he's on instagram he's on the tickety talk what's your handle my love uh so for instagram it's ryan underscore 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 kayak coyote which is k-a-y-o-d-e kind of like coyote but coyote Um, and then on tiktok (laughs) it's just ryan coyote amazing you're amazing your energy is beautiful i'm so glad you are my best friend uh honestly thank you i love you so much i love you thank you for having me no worries love you bye everyone bye bye